Welcome to the CAMCast. The CAM Project is the take action nonprofit organization to inspire, influence, and impact kids and teens worldwide. Your CAMCast host interviews older teens, parents, mentors, and specialists, providing tips, advice, education, inspiration, and a supportive community to kid and teen entrepreneurs. Introducing owner of Actionista Live and co founder of the CAM Project, your host, Samara Beth Hurley. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Campcast. I am Samara Hurley, and I'm here with yet another amazing clubhouse friend. Elizabeth King is here all the way from Windsor, Ontario, my fellow Canadian. Welcome, Elizabeth. Hello, hello, everyone. So happy to be here. I love Elizabeth, and it's actually kind of cool because we met through Rob Actis's Clubhouse Room, which is under Club Pod, Breaking Through Fear for Successful Podcasting. And I help him moderate that room sometimes. And we met through that. And then you were interviewed by him for his new radio station, Life Transformation Radio. And I it was through Clubhouse. And I got to jump on and, and ask questions. I know. We're just fully connected. It's just one big happy circle of podcasters. <laughs> I love it. Elizabeth King is a business mindset coach. She's been doing this for four years and I'm looking at her right now. If you're listening, she is so beautiful. She's got this long, lush blonde hair and just drop dead hot red lipstick going on. I had to go get my lipstick on because I felt like, okay, well, I guess I need to wear lipstick if she's wearing lipstick. So, so we're doing it. We're feeling pretty in our homes still during COVID, but we are moving and grooving, evolving, aren't we? So tell us, Elizabeth, how have you been evolving during COVID? Oh my gosh. I am actually so grateful for COVID, right? Is that we can expand and connect to anyone in the world just through the power of the internet. Think of we've never met if it weren't for COVID because Clubhouse wouldn't be what it is today without without this wonderful pandemic, right? So many people want to talk about the the downsides, and of course, we're not going to mitigate that there's so many downsides to this virus as well, but there's also as equal many opportunities and, and benefits to this to this time that we're living in. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. The silver lining for each individual should be great. I should say it should be great. Uh, some people have lost a lot of relatives, loved ones, friends, neighbors, and it's hard. It's hard for all of us. Mm-hmm. Loss of jobs, money, everything. And you focus on relationships and entrepreneurship and helping people build their business. I feel like, of course, it's a blessing because you can help so many people and we're all in this different space right now. So how have you been able to help people? Yeah, absolutely. So what I like to do most with my clients is it's not just the business, right? Because we're all human beings, we're all individual species. And so we have to bring ourselves everywhere we go, right? So even though we can have this lovely business. If we're not also focused on ourselves and bettering our own mental health, our own well-being, right? And the people that we surround ourselves with, even if it's in the virtual realm, right? We have to be making those connections and diving into those those deeper connections, right? That makes so much sense. And I think if COVID has done anything for us, it has given us a lot of time to consider our deeper connections and relationships and some relationships are surviving it and some aren't, you know, Yeah, you've been doing this for four years. What did you do before? Let's talk about 
Elizabeth, little Elizabeth King, did you grow up in Ontario? Is that where you're originally from? Yes, born and raised. I've been all over the world, but uh, Windsor was where I was born, grew up, moved around, come back. (laughs) Well, as a permanent resident of Canada, I would like to say a... (laughs) Although I'm not sure my PR still stands because we have to be back in Canada for a certain matter of months and we haven't been able to go back because of COVID. So interesting. You were raised there and did you have an entrepreneurial drive as a child growing up? I didn't even know what business entrepreneurship was when I was younger, right? I come from a, a small town just outside of Windsor, Ontario, and I was just surrounded by, you know, middle class, lower class, and just workers, right? That really that worker mindset of people who, you know, you go to school, you get a good job, and you have that nine to five life, right? And so even though there's this large world of like, you know, the business owner, the entrepreneur, right? The person that starts up a business in in our small town, those thoughts didn't even cross my mind growing up as a kid because I was really in the space of, oh, I'm going to be, as as a child, I wanted to be a veterinarian. And then when I learned I had to kill the animal, I put them down. I was like, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm now now a 14-year vegan. (laughs) But no, my drive until the age of 18 was to be a nurse. So at the age of 18, that that all changed for me. And I discovered the beautiful world of entrepreneurship. You know, what's interesting about that is this is our first time seeing each other in person, face to face via Zoom, of course. But I always found your voice so calming and soothing you always relax me when I'm in a clubhouse room and you speak. So some people have got it and some just don't. And I'm not a relaxing, calming being. You're an energetic being. (laughs) I'm the energy. Yes. I'm like, bring the energy, wake people up. I'm like, come on, everybody, let's wake up. And I know that can be annoying to people at times, but you just have this, your voice though, it's so soothing. So it probably, I imagine, makes you an incredible mindset coach. You and Jennifer Pilates, she is also, she is that being that keeps me calm Mm -hmm. as well. So going into, I guess, fast forwarding, you grew up and you, your job was school, which is understandable. And then you decided that you weren't going to be a veterinarian, which you might have to talk to my daughter, Ava, because she kind of wants to be a veterinarian by day (laughs) and a French pastry chef, baker, by early morning or night. I don't know how she's going to work this all out, but Ava is kind of that person where she wants to do everything. So you might have to little chat with her about the whole, yeah, I get that. It's sad. It's hard. I can't imagine having to put an animal to sleep. What did you do next? What was your next entrepreneurial self or did you go apply for a job? What did you do? So I, like any other 17, 18 year old kid, who didn't know what to do with their life uh, still didn't have that like support network of other influential and think about right when I was 18 this was just the start of social media Facebook was still around but Facebook was still more geared to what your friends were posting in those conversations we didn't have the feed like it was today and so at, at 18 I did what any other 18 year old did I still continued on with my career path of choice, which was going to nursing school. And then you didn't become a nurse. I did not become a nurse. I, <laughs> I spent a, 
I spent my lovely university career mostly not loving every minute of it, <laughs> but I still decide to graduate and uh, I have a lovely degree in, in health sciences and I was able to do some amazing things because of that. But, you know, as, as soon as that degree was over, it was hardcore in the in the business realm. So I'm just going to age myself here, but are you telling me Facebook was around when you were 18? No, no. So Instagram. Instagram was the main. Yeah, Instagram came out in 2012. Oh, my goodness. I was... I was just starting university. Yeah. I'm feeling old right now. I'm feeling old. (laughs) We had just gotten the internet. Um, I had access to it only because I was a journalism major, public relations major in the college of journalism, and we have to have computers. So now I'm aging myself. I'm 45. I don't want to know. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we're going to say you had social media. That was a thing when you were in college. Okay. I just aged myself. Sorry. Have you been in a relationship? Have you been married or are you single? So tell me about a little bit about your relationship basis. And I only ask that because you are a relationship coach. So let's hear about that too. Yeah, absolutely. So I recently just separated from my wonderful partner only due to the fact that we have an age difference and I'm still looking to travel the world and he's looking to have some kids and I'm literally still his business partner, his best friend. So I think that's speaks volumes to our relationship, right? It was mutual and we was a complete understanding. We we literally went from partners to friends. It was just like a switch flip. And that's just because we had such a solid foundation of our relationship. We really worked through all those problems to to talk about those things and, and just be open, right? And so I think that's has spoken volumes because you know, I say that I'm a relationship and mindset coach is because of these relationships I built with people and because of how when I was younger and a, and a kid and growing up in my teenage years, I really didn't have those skills, skills of building those solid relationships with other people, right? And so the skills I have now, I, I've been able to help other people in their own relationships. Are you planning on jumping into another relationship while you're traveling? I know that's super personal, but hey, CamCast goes everywhere and anywhere. You never know. Let's dig into that. So I want to hear about your dreams and your passions. Well, currently, as we can't really travel, those travel goals are a little bit still on hold as until the world opens up and I figure out those restrictions and whatnot. But yeah, before, like I was mentioning Due to my university career, I was able to travel to 40 countries by the age of 24. So that was a... Wow. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is a big deal. I want to hear about this. And did you travel alone? Did you have a partner or... So it was mostly solo travel, which I highly recommend when we are safe to do it and able to do it. But because the world, we don't even recognize that the world is... Is safer than you actually when then we see on TV. Like I've I've traveled to some of the the most let's say like distraught countries where in the media that there there's all these like protests and don't travel there and it's bad and it's dangerous and then you get there and like where is this where is this what they're talking about right I know in some areas obviously it is unsafe to, to travel to and and it would be dangerous to go there but a lot of sometimes it's it's in small little clusters, right? Like I'll, I'll give you a perfect quick example. I traveled to Serbia when 
in the news they're like oh it's dangerous there's a big protest don't go, travel there and I, I did go with a group of people for that specific area but when we got there the country was amazing we didn't see a single protest right no one no one was even talking about the protest and it was apparently happening in the capital where we were i lived so because of my university career i was able to move to germany and spend 7 months living in germany and traveling all over europe most of that 40 countries was just uh, in europe itself i am so inspired by you i would love to travel we move a lot when with the navy you know because my husband was a naval officer and so we moved a lot and then he became an expat with oil and gas and construction and so moving is a great way to see you know the other states or countries but i would love to be able to travel that has been on the top of my list i have not traveled very often or frequently outside of US and Canada. That's definitely a dream of mine as well, so maybe you'll be my travel partner one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would love that. And it's so valuable. So when you're traveling, I'm actually curious and you know, we do have teens, kids don't listen to our podcasts. It's there's sensitive content and we do put explicit marks on some of them. But we do have teens and you know 20 something Gen Zs and millennials who listen as well as parents and adults and people who get you know divorced or retired or become empty nesters. So when you're traveling to all these countries, what is your way of documenting it? Are you do you do photography? Do you journal? Do you start compiling for a book? Like what did you do with all of that because you don't want to ever forget it and as we get older we start to forget things. So tell me, what do you do? I capture everything possible. <laughs> my favorite way, it's a very unique way at least my opinion. I have pinned every place that I've been to, like every hostel, every restaurant, every like bus stop <laughs> because uh, when I was down in Romania, I found this amazing like outdoor grocery store, like a, a market. And I'm like, so I, I literally go through my phone and I zoom in to like the, the city that I was in in Romania to like find that pin on the map, right? That's my way. I have all I have all the photos, but you know, sometimes you forget. Oh, was I there May first, 2017, or was I there May fourth, 2017? So that's a that's a great thing about how the internet tracks us. Well, I know people are worried about that, but I actually love it because I want to know exactly when I was there at this time on what date five years ago. <laughs> It's great for safety too because then they can track where you were especially if you're traveling alone. Exactly. That's very interesting. And would you travel you would fly there and then you would take trains throughout or did you rent cars? How did you get around? So as a a 23-year-old, I saved a lot, right? I I budgeted for 7 months right in in 33 countries, but I did it extremely cheaply. And because people don't recognize that going on the off season you're going to have a really cheap flight and as soon as you get to Europe it is so easy to travel in between all the countries right they have a very very good like like transportation system over there they're very advanced you can choose to fly but you're normally so close to all the countries that i just went by bus or train right and obviously the cheaper option is bus and they have these buses where you get to like watch movies and stuff especially when you're in eastern europe highly recommend traveling through bus. How many languages do you speak? I speak English. Everyone always asks that. You've been to so many places. Yeah, well the beautiful thing is you would literally be surprised at how fluent people are in English in all these other countries. It was I'll, I'll be totally honest with you, the only place that surprised me was Berlin, Germany. 
that I found at least the least amount of English speakers, but I have been told uh, after moving back home that just because Germans are very proud. And so even though they, most of them do speak English, they don't speak it fluently. So then they don't want to speak it at all. So <laughs> something to learn about Germans. I hear you. Well, my mom was born in Munich, actually. Um, my, well, my grandparents are Holocaust survivors, so not the great story of why she was born in Munich, Germany, but, um, they came over when she was two through Ellis. So, so yes, we, they spoke Polish. My grandparents were Polish and they spoke Yiddish in the house and Yiddish, my mom could understand German because Yiddish is so similar. Right. It's kind of like a tie-in of Hebrew and German and all that. So kind of interesting. Well, that's super interesting. I had no idea we were going to talk about this. I'm all excited about it. And I would love to travel with you at some point. We'd be like two blondes walked into a German bar. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, that would be typical, actually. I think the Middle East is where that gets a little. (laughs) I definitely stuck out like a sore thumb where I lived in Germany as more Southern Germany are people with brown hair. So my bright blonde hair stuck out everywhere I went (laughs) besides Denmark. There you go. So we have blonde hair and brown eyes and pale skin. So we'll see what <laughs> we would fit right in. You do a time tracker for tracking tasks and emotions. I want to hear about that. Yes, this has literally been like my godsend of getting everything done, right? Especially in the world of, of business and entrepreneurship. I currently help run four other businesses besides my own. So, you know, we all have four, 24 hours in a day. And so how you use that is to be effective, right? And so I have my Google Sheet time tracker that I created myself after trying all the various apps and handwriting tools. And I loved it. I started off handwriting it, but because I was tired of also carrying around a very large notebook <laughs> and binder full of papers, I'm like, okay, at least if I put it on a Google Sheet, I can have it on my phone everywhere I go. So yeah, so I, I track my day in, in 15 minute time blocks. And by also, when I first started this, I was a very charged triggered I was like I was as a teen I had a lot of like mental issues going on and I was I was very emotional as I'm sure many teens are going through puberty and whatnot right and handling the very situations that life throws at you but when you don't deal with those you still bring them into adulthood right so unfortunately they they don't just disappear (laughs) when you turn 18 so after that it's like okay how do I deal with these things but if you don't start to take notice of yourself and what what's triggering you and how you feel about a certain task right and start to pay attention to your emotions because people who I, I recognize myself I didn't even know these things I couldn't even be introspective until until I started to look at these things to, to start to dissect oh hey if I was running five minutes late to like to meet someone somewhere I was had the the road rage right or if I I looked at a text message that someone said something that wasn't quite so nice, right? These are things that it may, t- it may have taken you two seconds to read that awful text message, but are you taking it with you throughout the day? Sets you off, right? Exactly, right? And so when you start to notice these things, you can also start putting plans in place of like, I don't check my phone for the first hour of the day and I have a set morning routine, right? And I turn my phone off at a certain also period of the day. And thankfully now that I've gotten my road rage under <laughs> under check. I, so I, but that's the beautiful thing of planning and recognizing how much time things take so that you know, hey, if this takes me 10 minutes, 
and I have to be somewhere in 15. Well, I know that I have that little bit of window, so I'm not going to be late. I'm not going to be rushing. And then I, I recognize I, I no longer listen to music when I drive in the car. I listen to podcasts. Just certain things I was noticing set me off that I could tweak and, and work on, right? That's why I have a girl power mix playlist on my phone. I love it. I have many different playlists. You know, it's like country makes you feel down and uh, it's usually have all different kinds of music and it does, it sets you in a direction, but it's not the same song. I would love to get a music therapist. I wonder if there's a music therapist out there. I'd love to get one on the show, but it's not that the song itself, it won't hit you in the same way. It depends on what your situation is that moment, really. It's not even that day or that week or that year. It's that moment. The song can mean different things. It's so interesting. Remind me to get a musical therapist. And if there isn't one, I'm going to create one somehow. There's got to be some. There's got to be someone out there. I love your, your tracker. I would love to try that. I actually do do similar things on my iCal where I have I include travel time, especially when I'm carpooling with the kids and stuff, because, and I give myself that time slot and I use Calendly to organize for podcasts and meetings and also have that time before and after block because the back to back to back is a killer. You have to put time planned in there. And I literally will put in there shower, yes, put on makeup and do your hair, yes, work out. I put it all in there. The workouts I put watch YouTube for 15 minutes. <laughs> Take a 15- Sometimes I'm like, watch Gilmore girls with your daughter. Like I'll put that in my calendar. Cause I know Ava's going to want that time slot. You know, yeah. I have crafting with Ava swimming in the backyard, taking Gavin here, you know, it just, mm-hmm. and we share calendars with the family. They're seeing what I'm seeing based on what it is. So I think that's great. Being organized is so important. Yeah. So you work with entrepreneurs. Do you have a specific type of client that you bring in? And what's your feeling now that you've been coaching and working with entrepreneurs about young entrepreneurs, about teenpreneurs? Well, you know, more power to the the teenpreneur, right? Because looking back, I I never say, I I won't say I'll, I'll change something. But if there was a second Elizabeth <laughs> that I could help guide, I would be teaching these things because you have to also remember that it was I it was drilled into my head that you couldn't do anything, right? Life doesn't start until 18 after college, right? I, I've worked with I worked with people who are in college, like, oh, I'm entering the world, the real world, right? And I'm like, hey, you're you're currently in the real world. This is just your version of it right now, right? It's going to just, it's going to shift a little bit after this period of your life, after this chapter. And so the the clients I work with now are are very diverse from the the startup, like the person just starting up to a a CEO who's looking to expand, tweak their problems and, and, and figure out the best solutions and strategies of getting themselves to the next level, not only in their business, but also personally, right? Because our personal problems we carry us wherever we go. And so if you have, I, I have a, a beautiful case study of a client who he had a thriving business doing, doing multiple six figures and his business partner wasn't showing up, wasn't doing the work. And he carried that stress on him, right? And he carried that stress on him home to his beautiful partner who then 
he was carrying the relationship issues and she ended up breaking up with him because there was that turmoil. So not only was there turmoil in his personal life that translated because of the business, the personal life and like the issues in his personal life translated to this business and he ended up actually losing his business as well. Right. So if we're not, yeah, if we're not dealing with these things together, right. If you're not dealing with the, the business problems when they, then they pop up, they're not dealing with the relationship issues as they pop up. Right. Sometimes we think as humans that the other person's going to say something or, or these things are going to be assumed, but I always say, never assume that the other person knows what you're going through, that the other person knows what you're thinking, right? It's all about communication. And when you when you have that solid foundation of communication, you know, we I I ask my friends, my ex-partner, right? Some of the, probably some of the questions that people would be like, why are you asking that, right? Like, why are you saying these things? It's because I don't I never want the other person to assume, right? I never want them to assume that I appreciate them. I never want them to assume that I'm stressed like that I'm not stressed out about something, right? It's all about being transparent and open and honest with each other. And that's, that's how you, you build stronger connections. So you you ask the dumb questions, you you communicate about everything possible, even if it sounds, even if it's uncomfortable or it sounds silly or it sounds stupid, but these are the things that you have to do, at least initially, and when the problems show up. I could not agree more. And I also think that the definition of the perfect relationship is feeling comfortable enough that you can do that. And that mm-hmm. is where you f- people fall short. Exactly. And that's when you realize that. And I've been married 20 years. I mean, obviously ups, downs, moving kids, losing kids, all this kind of stuff. I mean, we go through so much and in life we all do, and we get pulled in a million directions. I agree with you on all of on all of that. And I'm excited about your podcast that's going to be coming out, The Outlier Effect, because I want to learn more from you because separating personal and business is so important. And in my world, when I was a social event planner, my friends were my clients and my clients became friends because I they just relate. I can relate to people in so many different ways, but I also understand them and get them. And so there's always this fine line in that, that business friendship relationship. And then if you're working with a partner, I have a lot of people I know who I still respect because they are business partners with their spouses or their partners. And I cannot imagine, I mean, my husband, he's just down the hall and he's working remotely, but can you imagine like constantly dealing all the time, every day, where do you start with whom and work and separate it out? It's so challenging. So do you deal with that as well? To an extent, I eat, breathe, sleep business. (laughs) Like you were mentioning earlier, right? It's all about also scheduling in that personal time, scheduling in that downtime and, and recognizing and being just super hyper aware of yourself when you need that break. It's not like the Instagram messages say hustle, hustle, grind, 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 right? It's about speaking about intention and being aware and, and being focused. You can go through periods of time where you are hustling and grinding, but you can also go through periods of time when not working 16 hours a day and getting less sleep because this is all important there's this like misconception that that you have to like no sleep only work to in order to be successful and i know some people have done that but look at where they are today their marriages are failing we just found out that bill gates and his wife are getting divorced look at the amazon ceo right jeff bezos they got divorced 
because people aren't taking care of themselves as well as their business. If you spend a, if you spend as much time on your business as you did your personal life, how much further off would your personal life be? And, and the same goes if you spend as much time as your personal life on your business, how much better off would that business be? So it's about finding that people like to say work-life balance. I say it's all life balance because it's just the different priorities we have in our life. I agree. And obviously COVID put a wrench in a lot of that in many relationships and, and businesses. I mean, businesses are just, Mm -hmm. you know, still trying to recover and some will not, and then new businesses will come about from it. So it's almost like COVID gave our world an opportunity to say if, to see if we're going to sink or swim in a detrimental situation, which, you know, nobody could imagine uh, what the pandemic could have done or even see it coming. So it's kind of amazing. If you were to give tips and advice to people that want to start businesses and they are under under 20, so what kind of advice would you give them? Because they, they're fresh meat, <laughs> per se. So what would you say for them to help them starting now? You've already given a lot of valuable advice, and I hope that they would hear that. And I hope parents listening and mentors and entrepreneurs as well at any age are feeling what you're saying, because I certainly am. So what kind of tips and advice would you give? To me, it doesn't matter if you're 18 or 43. We can all work on our dreams and our goals. But especially, it's all, to me, it was about getting around the right people first. Because you don't even know the possibilities. You don't even know what's out there and what's viable for you, right? And what the best pathway to go on is until you get around those right kind of people. Obviously, I'm going to be a little biased. And as a coach, I help people with finding their purpose and finding the the right business model for them. Because when I started at 18, I was doing blogs, I did e-commerce, I did the all the various things in order to get to this stage in my life. But I, I think that's also the great thing about when you start off so young, is that you can explore all of these interests. And even at any age, Sometimes we say, oh, I'm too old to to start something new. No, we're never too old. If you're still living on this planet, you're not too old. We all want to explore our our passions and discover our our true dreams and whatnot, right? And that's all by trial and error, but also getting around those kind of people who support that. And if those people aren't in your social circles, that's why we have this beautiful thing called the internet and Facebook and Instagram and and groups to join and, and masterminds to be a part of. And so that's honestly because of Instagram, because of a different business opportunity that I was in, I ended up finding where I got to today because I was in Forex and my Forex teacher had a Lamborghini YouTube video and I ended up finding my mentor through his Lamborghini YouTube video. And four years later, here is where I am. Oh my God. Well, you can bring me the Lamborghini on your way. Hey, I lived in Vancouver. It was all Lamborghinis, Maseratis, and McLarens everywhere I turned. Exactly. You know, I love you so much, Elizabeth, is we're on the same plane. I agree, believe, and preach pretty much everything that you just said. And it almost justifies that what I'm doing Mm -hmm. is the right path for me. So I appreciate you so much. And we're here to inspire, influence, and impact kids and teens and parents and mentors and entrepreneurs. CamCast is not just about kids and teens. CamCast Kids is Ava and other kids, for kids by kids. That's our thing. And it's great. And it's it's helping mold these kids. Some of them are 12, 11, 8, 
And it's amazing. And so what you're saying about surrounding yourself with the right people is 100%. I mean, you nailed it right there. That is the honest to God truth. We just have to be surrounded by the right people and that will help us get the right mindset. So I so appreciate you. And can you tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you? And is there anything that you can offer CamCast listeners today for your mindset program. I'm just putting you on the spot here because we did not discuss this, but what can you do special for our listeners? Yes, yes, absolutely. I would love if anyone resonated with that time tracker as I think it's such a a beneficial way of first getting to know yourself better, right? I like to use it as what am I actually spending my time on, right? Even if you, because if you have to, if you, or watching TikTok for two hours, which I have sometimes done, not in the not in the recent weeks, but uh, it has happened. When you have to go fill in all those little squares that, hey, I watch TikTok, I watch TikTok, I watch TikTok, you're going to recognize, oh, hey, maybe tomorrow I'm probably not going to spend two hours watching TikTok. And so I think that's a, a really great way to start being introspective and seeing where your time is going, how your time can be better utilized, seeing what things have triggered you, right? Because not only do I, I write down that I watch TikTok, maybe I write down, oh, I watched this really motivational TikTok. And then I was so powered up to go do my work. Because sometimes I take a, like a nice 15 minute TikTok break and I get all motivated and pumped up. But then sometimes if you watch, if your feed gives you like a sad video or something like, oh, I saw this really horrible Instagram post and it made me cry. And now I'm like going to be sad for a few more minutes, right? But then, but, but, but it's also beneficial to be writing that out to be aware of that. So I like to call it that we're unpacking the suitcase as we go. If you're someone who has a is carrying this big heavy suitcase everywhere with you, we got to unpack that as we go. And writing things down as we go is a definitely a beneficial way of doing that. I almost feel like the news and politics and all that, it just it controls so many emotions of people I know and fear. And what you're saying, I wonder if we just shut that all off for a week, mm-hmm. how would people be? How would they react? That's an interesting study. You might want to get on that research there, Miss King. <laughs> okay. We will put in the show notes, all of your, you have Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You have a website, coachelizabethking.com. Elizabeth is actually with an S, not a Z. We will put all that information in the show notes. My question, I guess, for you is, is this tracker, is it an app that people purchase or is it something they get when they, when they sign on with you as a coach? How does that work? So this one, I have the the free version of it for anyone who wants to Instagram message me on coaches with King at, on Instagram, as that is tends to be the best place to reach me. I have uh, the first place I check is Instagram. <laughs> then I check all the other social media platforms. And yeah, so it's a it's a Google Sheet time tracker. It has not been yet created an app because I also think, you know, most of us have a Gmail account. So we have access to the sheets that Google creates for us and we can carry those anywhere we go on our phones. That's fantastic. Now, I do feel like for me, it would be like a diet tracker where I do it diligently for a week and then boom. <laughs> I did not have that chocolate chip cookie with Reese's Pieces in it. <laughs> it. It wasn't written in my tracker. It did not happen. <laughs> I did not stay on Clubhouse all night long because it's not in my tracker. It didn't happen. <laughs> right? But you subconsciously know you did it. Oh, I know. I know. I know. So I love that so much, Elizabeth. I adore 
adore you. So Elizabeth is saying if you DM her through Instagram, her Instagram is Coach Elizabeth King. That's Elizabeth with an S, not a Z. And if you find her on Instagram or Facebook and you put Actionista Live or Samara or Camcast in there, then you will receive this free Google tracker from Elizabeth directly. And then you can check out her website as well so that you can see if she would make a great fit for you as a coach. But I got a lot from you. So we are definitely going to stay in touch and I might need your services soon as well, Miss King. Thank you so much for being a guest on Camcast. It's so great getting to know you even deeper than before. I really learned a lot about you and everything you've offered, and I appreciate all your advice. So thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And thank you, listeners, to Camcast for another great episode. We hope we brought you value. If we did, please be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, review. You can give us five stars or not. It's up to you. We're not going to tell you what to do, but please be sure to check out Elizabeth King's information and make sure that you're staying in touch with me, Samara Hurley from Action is Still Live. We are here to help you and build this community for you because Actionista is where community is your best marketing. And the CAM project is about helping kids and teens become entrepreneurs. So we are all in this together. Have a wonderful week. And thank you, Elizabeth, again for being a guest. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We would love to consider your kid or teen as a potential guest on CAMcast Kids, hosted by the CAM project co-founder, kidpreneur Ava Hurley and friends. Also accepting applications for parents, educators, specialists, and entrepreneurs on the CAMcast. Visit thecamproject.org to apply. Remember to follow our podcasts and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.